need to before I go live. I should probably name this stream. Okay, I don't so know what kind of stuff you want to talk about, Drew. Well, I don't know. It's just kind of like a test. So we are just this is a test stream. Let's see what we're live on right now. So right now, I am live with the Bee Whisperer himself, Michael Jordan, so they can see OBS. Okay, so what, what did I have? Where did I put that? I'm confusing the shit out of myself. A brave, okay. So we can see everything that's running. So we're live on Periscope, waiting on Facebook, waiting on Twitch. Wow. Waiting on, I don't know what VK Online is, but we're live on that, DLive, YouTube. We're live on YouTube, Mixer. No, that's pretty cool. We're still waiting on Twitch, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So if we wanted to do titles. So I think I'm supposed to do this before. Test stream. Okay. Sample hour. Live. Test stream. Spelled correctly. Let's see if I can do that. <laughs> Michael uh, Jordan. Okay, so we're going to hit update all. Okay, it's all. Oh, look at that. Man, that's a pretty cool program. Let's see what we're running on now. Oh, cool. So check this out. Okay, it says offline. That's good to know. We're offline, but it says we're live. So let's let's pull up. I'm going to pull up my old phone. Okay, so it says, okay, it looks like we're live on YouTube. Let's see if we got any. We don't, we don't have anybody in the chat. No one's watching us live right now. That's, That's okay. Okay, so I'm going to take it off the Wi-Fi. Well, it's one of those oh, things okay, that is, as you get going, right, you advertise beforehand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is a big test. So you and I, we've been talking about doing this for a while. And this will probably, so I'm recording the audio. You know what I should do, too? Let me, let's get the audio recording, too. So I have a separate program for that. So this is a new computer, so I don't have any of my weird porn on here. So that's good news. Especially when I have something hey. myself that works in the school system, you know. Old porn, old porn is the, you know, Big Bush is 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 the best. You know, this new stuff with all that shaved stuff is too much for me. You know, too much to see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but nobody wants, nobody needs to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, you know, it's a, like my great uncle Stephen said, I only shave one side. And I said, why? And he says, well, when I put my face down there, I don't eat a hair, but I can't see what I'm eating. Oh. And I'm like, oh, all right, at least you know what you're doing, Uncle Stephen. But, you know, he was in the jail when he was telling me that so i don't know what he was shaving so, so were you just visiting them you guys were both just hanging out in jail <laughs> yeah it was just was something just, you did on i the was weekend. thinking of a sandwich through the window <laughs> turning it sideways and slipping it in there okay so let's uh so i mean so we we've been wanting to talk about a few things and we can we can bring this up so let's do morgan so this is kind of a crappy stream guys so it's only going to be a little square here that you guys could see. Uh, maybe there's a way I can make it bigger, actually. So this is what we'll do. We'll do... Well, this is all a test run anyway to kind of see what's going on. Yeah, this is definitely just a test run. Okay, so I'm bringing that over here. Bringing this over here. 
Okay. It's like three card money. Three card money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now all they see is the screen. They don't see us. So let's bring up this lady here. Morganize. Let's morganize. I just got this on my doorstep. Literally when I was on the phone with uh, Moj before we started doing this. Actually, I found it on the <laughs> counter. Rich, Rich got it. So let's look up Morganize. Let's. Who is this? Morganize American Freemason allegedly murdered for Freemasons. Well, that's not something you want to go with, Morgan. You know, what are you doing here with your, your marketing? We're going to Morganize. What? Okay, here's your hashtag on Twitter. Let's see how many people are talking about it. Morgan Harper. And she wants to run for Congress. Is that the thing? Yeah, she's in my district, apparently. So she's, she's shown my, her district. Okay, let's take a look. This is it. These are zip, this is me. This is my zip code right here. Wow, I'm just a little guy here. So this is who she'd be in charge with of Congress. And wow, yes, four no's. I I'm so confused here. What do you mean four no's? That's who they think. Maybe I should read what she tweeted. Uh, I don't know. So this is the person. Okay. Oh wow, what is this? Hey! Organizing. We're getting this done March 17th, 2020, because of people like you that have chipped in to get us to over $550,000. Chip in, Chip in uh, Michael. This point Chip in. The campaign because of volunteers from Ohio State, other college campuses in the third district that are making sure that we are fueling this grassroots movement and we're going to reset politics for a generation. Morganize! Organize! Woo! Woo! Uh. Is is this another one of them chicks that serves tequila at a bar that's going to try to get in the Congress? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who is she? Who is she? I mean, you know, she looks, I mean, you know, just by who she's got hanging out with her and stuff, I think it was just a couple drunk guys that she was serving <laughs> that are following her Two home. guys that want to date her, but they, she, they're, they're the nice guys, so she won't give them the time of day. Yeah, you know what? Maybe like, I can give them a phone right number here. and it's for the IRS backlash account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. I think I can pull us over here. And then, okay, so this isn't working. I, I got to get another monitor so I can actually get this set up correctly. Okay, so we're going to see Morgan here, too. This is another great 27. Hey, Morgan. Thanks so much for being out there. It was great to meet Wait a minute. This isn't Morgan? This looks just like her. Am I? Wait, that's not her? It looked just like her, man. I mean, maybe she's what doing she's... like, you know, like when, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. my book, I used myself in third party. Wait a minute. Okay. So there's a Morgan McKay and then there's a Morgan Harper. Oh, Morgan, Morgan Harper's replying to Morgan Mc, we got a double, double Morgan, Morgan power here. Okay. I'm, I, you a couple months ago and now to see you on the west side with us knocking doors and making sure that everybody throughout the third district knows that on march 17th 2020 they've got a choice choose organizing let's win this door by door block by block neighborhood by neighborhood we've got this march 17th 2020 morganize morganize you know what that is it is getting it is picking up but again we don't want to morganize trans <laughs> transitive verb to assassinate or do away with secretly in order to prevent punished disclosure of secrets. I think they, you know, you really got it. If you're going to do any type of political statements and stuff, you really have to look into what you're doing and what you're saying. Uh, now, I, you know, it sounds like to me that this is like a hoax. It's like the guy that was on Tucker Carlson that was saying, oh, yeah, we uh, organized protests and... Uh, we have uh, $80 million in our account to backlash back protest Donald Trump. That we're sending protesters to protest 
the protesters at Donald Trump. You know, that's a, a you know, that I think you got to really look into what you're doing before you put your name out there. So this is what she wants. She wants universal child. Basically, they want a bunch of free shit. I want universal child care, jobs guaranteed, tuition free, public college, minimum wage, living wage, Medicare for all, national rent stabilization, Green New Deal, and ending violent policying. You know, policing, uh, policing. I'm for I don't know all of that. I'm for all of that stuff, Drew. And how I'm for all of it is in my campaign is that I'm mandatory. Uh, after you graduate high school, you do two years in the military service, uh, guaranteeing you a job, mm. uh, guaranteeing you housing, <laughs> guaranteeing you health care. I mean, uh, all that's guaranteed once you get in the military. Uh, I'm, I'm all for it. So it sounds like she's into uh, escalating a military background that everybody should be forced into being part of the military to get that free stuff. And I'm for that. I'm, I'm for that. that uh, I think that's a good way to go. So if that's what she's about, I, I'm for that. If if she's about me paying for it out of my tax money, I, she's not smoking dope. She's smoking something else because everybody knows that's even a dope smoker that dope ain't free. Right? So, I mean, uh, uh, I grow my own. Well, you paid for the water, you paid for the soil, and you paid for the seed. A dope smoker even knows that that shit ain't free. So I don't know where she... If she's for mandatory military stuff, I'm I'm for it. Service guarantees uh, citizenship, just like Star's Trip uh, troopers used to say. Yeah. So uh, you that know, was a, if, if a lot of people do don't that, get it. That book was written uh, promoting fascism as like an actual like political thing. Like like if you rewatch the movie, I mean that's what it, the difference between a citizen and a civilian and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think she's definitely fascist. Let's check it out. Let's hear some more. Ooh, this is two minutes long. I was born at the Ohio State University. Wow, the Ohio State. First nine months of my life, I was in a foster home. All right, this is boring. Before being adopted and raised on the east side of Columbus. Man, my heartstrings are pulling. A single mom, an immigrant, a Columbus public school teacher. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They let a single mom immigrant adopt her? So she's still not legal? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Supported me and my brother, and we struggled financially, but I got lucky. Look at this guy. He looks confused. Yeah, my fingers smell. That guy smelled his fingers. Okay, okay. She got to go to Columbus Academy. That's an expensive school. So, or, I mean, that's like well, a, that's like $20,000 a year. I can take a whole different year. lead on that, Drew. Yeah. Uh Oh yeah, you know everybody talks about that's what how it, in, the Me Too movement, dude, has destroyed women. And if you're jumping on, if you're a woman and you jump on that bandwagon, there's something definitely wrong with you. Uh, we know that for a fact that you're entitled to a lot more than men in general. So I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't get there and get to go to a pricey school. Just based on, uh, there's a lot of organizations from churches, uh, different groups and different associations that give money for everybody that is not a white male to go to school. I mean, that's, that's a fact of the matter that if you're a white male, you have to pay to go to college. And if you're not a white male, there are organizations, charities, other groups 
that will help you get in there because you are not a white male. And uh, it's, 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 I mean, that's a, it makes me sound bad, <laughs> Morgan Harper. And she looks so prominent. That was pretty good. I like that photo. <laughs> that's what I got on uh, my doorstep. This is what I got on my doorstep today. Um, oh, look, I can buy some stuff. Oh, there's a store. Holy shit. What can I buy, Michael? More to support her cause. Hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's $17.50. Ooh, these hoodie, wow. hoodies are not. Oh, of course. They don't sell anything of my size. Sizeism. What's up with that? <laughs> oh, man. You were a sizist, man. I, I walked right in and I'm out, man. I'm judged all the time because of my size. Look People at this. Always, they, you, you walk in and they're, oh, you're so big. They sell that <laughs> they have triple X and double X. Then you look. So that she clearly doesn't want fat people to support her or big people like us. How dare you, Morgan? It says probably triple X and it has some little Chinese girl in it. Do you think she'd do the podcast? I should see if she'd do the podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's update this now. Let's see if I can tweet this out. We'll say Morganize and let's see if I can get their attention. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's see how I could do this right now. Uh, that would be funny, man. Especially if you put what Morganize is underneath. Yeah, Morganize. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Definition. <laughs> Let's see if I can redo this in the title. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What? It's not updated. Okay. Oh, okay. Here, sample hour live. Michael Jordan. That's funny. Okay. Hashtag Morganize. And then we're going to do the definition. Okay, let's see if this works. Updated. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. LinkedIn really doesn't like to stream. I don't know what LinkedIn's problem is. Okay, now let's... I don't think anybody uses it. (laughs) (laughs) Especially now that... Especially now that Microsoft bought it. Okay, let's see. Uh, ouch. <laughs> okay, let's see if uh, I can tweet this out. That's funny, man. Okay, so I'm gonna. We still have we still have zero zero uh, zero people watching. So I I liked and subscribed. Um, let's see. Hashtag organize. Let's see. This is so exciting. I'm just I'm just typing stuff in here. Uh okay. I'm gonna <laughs> you know, I said, you know what, as a prominent member of the community as an urban farmer, let me uh let me piss off the person that's running for Congress. <laughs> uh she's probably gonna win too. I don't even know who's running against her. Oh, you think? I don't know, man. Hashtag Morganize. Let's see if I can get the deck. Okay. Oh, I just tweeted it out. What did I do? Perfect. Okay. Okay, we're golden. Okay, so we got Morgan's face up here. So whoever's going to watch it. And then we're going to throw this definition right here. Maybe I can... Hold on. So which, what's your YouTube handle? Uh, the sample hour. It's on... Uh, here, let me let me send it to you in the notes. Um, hold on. I, can, I thought so. 
Yeah, I can tweet it. I can send it over to you. Hold on a second. I'll have to log into Twitter. What is this nonsense? Um, hold on a second. I can let me message it to you right now. This is exciting. Me just talking. Okay. Oh, here it is, Samper Hour Live. <laughs> are we on? Are we on Facebook now? What are we on right now? Let me see. Oh, here it is, Samper Hour Live. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, sir. Sir, your radio's on. Sir, could you turn down your radio, please? Yeah, I can. Just, yeah, it's, uh, I'm. I'm live. <laughs> you got on. You're, you're back feeding on our radio station. <laughs> so it's still updating on YouTube. And Twitch, but we got uh, Morganized, Definition Morganized to assassinate or do away with secretly. Okay, so I don't know who this lady is, but I just found out today. So anybody tuning in live, I got this. I decided I want to test this live streaming. And we found this person, Morgan. Should I sign up to volunteer? No, I don't want to sign up. No, man. No. No. So this is her store. It's one of those things that when you volunteer for that stuff, right, they yeah. never give anything back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course not. Like, they don't pay you. Who are these dudes that are in her corner? That's what I want to know. So they're just people that want a bunch of free stuff. I can't even find her, like, what she stands for. You know, usually when somebody runs for office, they tell you, like, their plans. But right now, it's just Green New Deal, which is going to triple taxes and pretty much make a small business owner like me go bankrupt um let's see morgan harper okay 220 for democrats yes yeah, so she doesn't actually have like a platform so here's an ad elect okay so this is a different one so act blue so i can give her money i'm a citizen so i don't see what she's actually for all I see is I'm going to give you free stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's see what... Let's hit the Twitters again. No, just nothing. Oh, okay, she's on the phone. This is Morgan Harper. I just wanted to call and thank you for supporting the campaign. <laughs> you were the first person to donate. Thanks, Mom, for answering the phone. <laughs> the first one to donate. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate you participating. <laughs> she has a nice smile, though. I mean, she seems like a nice person. Just she's two years older than me. I don't, fi but I can't like find anything. Um, the Progressive Campaign Trail. I don't like what she's about. Other than that, she's for all that free stuff. Yeah, she's just for all that free stuff. So, you know, it says, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's even stapled on like a piece of paper. I'm running on, so she wants systemic reparations, whatever that means, rent st stabilization, a living wage. Like, we're in Ohio. It's pretty fucking cheap to live here, man. Everything's a man, living wage. you're telling me, you're telling me about the houses that are for sale in your area, man, and. I, I I was blown away about the prices for houses. Well, it's getting expensive. And it's like a hundred thousand dollars, which isn't that expensive in 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 the grand scheme of things. Um. Okay, everything's oh. updated. This is cool. Look at us live streaming, Michael. Um. Yeah. So I can't find I can't find what she's actually for. 
So I can text and I can get updates. So if you guys want updates, you can text. But there's not like, here's my platform. You can give me money, but where is your actual platform? <laughs> you can give me money. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Maybe, should I write her an email? Let's write her an email and say, hey, would you like to do the podcast? Let's see if I can drag this over. All right, people, don't judge me. I use Gmail. Um, okay. I, I use Gmail because it's free. Yeah. Man, you know, I do a lot of business on, on Gmail. Me too. I get more business from Gmail and from social media than I ever did having a web page. Good afternoon, Morgan. My name is Drew Sample. She's going to watch this video and say, I don't appreciate you making fun of me. That wasn't my mom who got it called. Um, <laughs> I found, my name is Drew Sample. I am the host of the Sample Hour podcast. Oh, no. Google, Google can hear my voice. Sample Hour podcast. And owner and operator of a local farm. Of a local farm, urban farm. How can you help me? Yeah. How <laughs> I, I was trying to find. I, I I received a flyer on my door that said "Morganize." When I looked up the definition. <laughs> this might be super boring. This is the most boring live stream ever. Hey, watch Drew write an email. When I looked up the definition. You know, you're trying to, uh, I mean, bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, if, if she's getting it out there, she's getting her word out, it's going to make people look her up and find out that uh, the definition <laughs> uh, was not what she was hoping it would be. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping it's not like another girl that was a tequila bartender, fresh uh, from uh, Chili's or whatever, that people actually vote for and put into Congress. That, yeah. that was horrible. I don't know what people were thinking about. Uh, what, what do they call her? OAS now? AOC? Sandy? Oh, is that what it is? I mean, it shows you how much I follow her. Because... San Sandy Ocasio-Cortez? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do I get my, okay, secrets, blah, 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 let's go back to, uh, hold on, let me, we can see what you ordered on, ah! honey, it says here that you have a gigabyte G4, <laughs> that's, that's on the, that's on, that's not on your, that's not on the listers, that's on your screen, oh, oh, I was gonna say, I, I can see what you're, what you're ordering, yeah, yeah, I'm, I need to update this graphics card. Um, I found, I would love, uh, I was looking for your platform and could not find it anywhere. Would you be interested in meeting and recording a podcast? Cordially, 
Drew Sample. Okay. This could be the end of my uh, farm career right here with this email. Here we go. <laughs> okay, everyone. This, my, it, this, this is my... Uh, this is this. I mean, the good news is no one's watching this right now. I don't think we have anybody. I don't even think we're live on Facebook yet. Um, are we live on Facebook? I mean, it's really irrelevant, but... All that matters is I'm spending time with my good pal. Oh, no, we're on Facebook. Oh, it says updated too. Oh no, we're it just hasn't updated on uh, YouTube, but we're live everywhere. Should we see if we got views on Facebook right now? Let's see how many people we got watching. Say hello, everyone. Go, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah. What the <laughs> hell are you guys talking about right now? Oh, I can watch myself stream. I just want to see how this looks. Is this working right? Because this is a test. I mean, I'm recording the audio. Um, yeah, we're just trying to see what's what's going on because we're going to do some really cool stuff, man. That absolutely. we've actually laid out some really good stuff about everything from schooling to uh, profitizing from your uh, local area and home. I mean, we've talked a lot about some stuff. We've been just trying to get to a place where hopefully this would work for us. Yeah, so it says we're live on Facebook, but I, I don't see where it is, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um. It's out on out out there on the web. It's out there somewhere. Um, yeah, we are going to do some exciting stuff, so we can get into it. But yeah, so this is who is running. And when I saw this, the first thing I thought was, I need to potentially run if... Like, nothing against Morgan Harper. I mean, good on her for being brave and hashtag brave and wanting to run. But I don't really... I, I don't know. This is just boring. Like, what, what do you... So you're running on the same platform as AOC and all them, which gets nothing done. I mean, it's you know, it's just a bunch. Boy, of you hit that one on the nose. That you're 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 what do they call it? Uh, uh, Dick writing. Oh, yeah, the first debate is February second. Who's she debating? In these here. primaries with uh, against a Democratic incumbent, <laughs> why are you doing this instead of going against a Republican? Right, and and we've made the case over the past seven eight months that. Not all Democrats are created equal. We have the ability to really be a national champion on a lot of the issues that are the issues of our time across the country that are facing our community, um, like climate, you know, backing things like the Green New Deal. And, and we deserve to have a choice here. And I'm presenting that. And so, um, that's, that's what I'm, you know, really looking forward to. And I'm what I think is going to be important to make the, the case to make on Sunday at the candidate forum and the debate. So the candidate forms tomorrow, and that's why they actually sent this to me, and it's off. I, I should go to this. What do you think? The Urban Oasis 2016 Minnesota. It's in my neighborhood. Holy shit, Michael. It's in my neighborhood. Man, you, you have to go, especially as an urban farmer. Yeah. You know, what if she goes Point against in a your lot candidacy, of stuff that, that What would, are some uh, of the things you're hoping to accomplish? Your financial income. Yeah, so I, I, I think so. So this is John. Who is this guy? John... Can't say his last name. You can follow him. The Damage Report. What a, sh- what a shitty show name. Because the sample hour is so much better. But The Damage Report. <laughs> With a debate. Why is that sort of... She not really just, um, fuck me You know, like appearing before people, but... Uh-oh. Family's home. We got... We're, it's almost time to end this live little live show. Hey, Crystal, what's going on? Specifically with the Democratic incumbent, why is that important? 
Well, one, it's a huge deal. I mean, when I first started this, we've talked about it when I've been on before, you know, people didn't think we would get any traction. So even the fact that this is happening is a demonstration of how much people are hungry for a change in the status quo because they know it is not serving us. And we have built a grassroots groundswell. Groundswell, a grassroots (laughs) groundswell. Holy shit that has put pressure on this whole event even happening, right? Um, So that's just a a proof of concept in terms of grassroots campaigns. But also, it's an opportunity for people who have been living in a gerrymandered district, which means it's safely democratic, and there hasn't been any competition. That's right. We need some Republicans. I mean, you know, let's gerrymander it so we can get some Republican voters. Is that what she's saying? She's running as a Democrat. ...for eight years to actually have something to talk about, right? Oh, the internet cut out. That's too bad. She was just about to say no. something interesting. Well, do we have to wrap this up? I see the the wife is home, the family's home. Um, no, no, they just got home. They were out shopping, some... and they're enjoying that the house is uh, cold as hell. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, we're almost done with with Toys this here, video. and it's democracy at work. Primaries matter. That people even know that they have a primary on March 17th is a huge deal. And then finally, it's a chance to present a real distinction for people where, you know, to date, we, my opponent and I have both been appearing in public, but never together. So maybe you can. Wow. You know, I expected them to be everywhere together. This is, this is groundbreaking. It's ground swelling, actually. Catch one of those conversations. Maybe you happen to see me online or whatever, but to have a side-by-side comparison in terms of the visions that we're talking about of what's possible at the federal government is really going to be impactful for people. And it hasn't happened in a long time and folks are hungry for it. So she pretty much just said nothing. Uh, yeah, she's just out that she's going to do some talking and yeah. there's another nobody that's going to be there that she hopes to be. Yeah, that's already the incumbent. I don't, I don't even know who my congressperson is. So let's look this up. Who is she running against? This is the Ohio 3rd District, right? Ohio. Th- I really do need to get more involved in local politics. Ohio 3rd District Congress. Okay. So this is what's what's let's look at Wikipedia. Is it Joyce Beatty? Is that who it is? I don't like that lady. I can't stand that lady. Yeah, Joyce Beatty. <laughs> That's who it is. Joyce Beatty. She is. I mean, she is like the. Oh, Hannah. Wait, 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 wait. Hannah. Why does it say Hannah? Joyce Birdsong Beatty, American politician. Blah 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 blah. Wayne State, so she went to Detroit, Cincinnati, John Kerry, delegate, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Pro-choice. So you could, you could step out there, Drew, and use a platform and uh, make a swelling in the grassy knoll, I guess. <laughs> she supports the impeachment of Donald Trump. God. she is, You know, she... here's something that, that I don't think people understand. When it comes to the impeachment of Donald Trump is that if they would have spent a third of the time that they were going against him to help work with him, I wouldn't say everything would be better, but the dude's only going to be in there for four years. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like what he's doing, you don't reelect him. So, right? And if you would work with the stuff that was going, that he was working with, you could change and alter the outcome to be in your favor than spending all of my money and all of our time not doing anything but trying to get 
to, to impeach him. I mean, he's only going to be in there for four years. If you don't like it, vote him out when he's done. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's some of the stupidest stuff is we spend all this time. Oh, investigations. My, my tax money could have went a lot further on the legalization of hemp in America so, to make toilet paper to put in our prison systems. Because that would have saved me a lot of money. You know what we could because, do, too? We could use that illegal prison labor. You know, the, the legal slavery to make those <laughs> toilet paper. You know, it's a, you know, it's like a, it's a closed loop system. They go, they grow the hemp, they turn it the toilet paper, then they use. You know what I mean? It would save us a bunch. And then of they could throw it back out there to feed the hemp. Man, <laughs> that's a full circle. You got it. That would be a closed it's, circle. It's right per, there. It's permaculture at its finest. So this is, I mean, so this is the district. I mean, this is a. I mean, this district totally makes sense. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. Politics and me don't really get along. I'd run for politics, but I have such a shady background the way it is. I don't need anybody prying into my life and saying, oh, my God, you can't vote for that guy. <laughs> His background. You know who that guy really is? You know, I, uh, there's a lot of things, you know, uh, as, as we have to use the Constitution and advance it. These people are trying to change everything that we've done when it comes to political organizations and stuff that they're, you know, like, 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 can you feel the burn? I, I want, I'm a socialist. It's working well in Venezuela. You know, I, it, it, it's one of those things I think is funny when all of these people are coming out and they're just jumping on bandwagons. They're trying to make things happen for people just to hear them. Right. And they don't have any real solutions. Like you want to make a solution? You you change how schooling does. That's going to change everything because you uh, Hitler captured the youth and made a run. You want to change things? You capture the youth. They're the up and coming voters. You capture them now when they come out for a long term investment. They're they're going to vote for you. Uh, right now we have teachers that are in the organization that have graduated college that were taught by hippies that, went, that, that that ditched everything to go to college. So everything that they're talking about is, oh, free this and free, you know, the reason they want free college is and stuff because they're so in debt taking liberal dance, lesbian dance thing and can't get a job for it, right? You'll, you're never going to get someone to pay you more than $10 an hour on a degree of a lesbian dance. Uh it you you have to expand. We're not out saying you sh we're not saying you shouldn't study it. Just don't expect to get paid for studying it. That's well, yeah. You know, I was teaching beekeeping. I wrote a whole program for teaching beekeeping in a high school. It covered everything from English to math to science to the arts, and I had a couple students. And one of the teachers had the gall to say, "Well, this student is coming and working in the bee yard for you. What are you paying him?" I said, for the education? And he goes, yeah. And I said, the same payment that you got when you went to college. Yeah. And he was like, well, I paid to go to college. And I said, so now you just jacked up. You stepped out of your bounds, thought you knew everything, and now you just screwed this kid's life up because now i got to tell him, I guess I should be charging you instead of teaching you this educational format for free. Right? There's your free college guy, right? Wanting it all free, what are you going to give them? The same thing that you gave. 
Oh, I paid. Well, right on. So now, kitty, you have to. I'm gonna have to charge you, right? Because of this, this highly educated moron stepped in and took over what you were supposed to do. I, they, you know, I, I think some of the stuff in education is just horrible. And I think that uh, if you really want to change something, you get in the students' heads. And when they come out, they're the ones that are voting for you. That's why all these students and kids want to socialism and stuff is because that's that's the teachers that are in there teaching them that stuff. And I think that's why they're coming out with all this. Yeah, I I don't I don't know, man. It's it's um so we unfortunately I missed her talk with the yeah, do you see this this shit? Um <laughs> So this guy, you know, clearly he knows what he's talking about cuz he has this cool scarf on. Um <laughs> I mean, so we miss it's at Ohio State, so he's very happy. He's looking at a piece of paper. They're having a great time. Hey, Morgan. So this is a Dr. Abdul Al-Sayed. So let's see who this guy is. So, you know, guys, this is how you, uh, um, this is how you dig deeper. Al-Sayed. So Al-Sayed, he's probably he's North Africa, typically. L is like. Abdul, oh, he's got his own wiki page. Shit, dude, he's fucking famous. He's a year <laughs> older than me. He's from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Detroit, yeah, he's from the Detroit area. Uh, oh, my stepdad's calling me. I'll answer. I'll answer later. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Shit. Uh oh. Uh oh. What did I do there? Can you still hear me? Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I'm still here. I don't know if you want me still here. No, no. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so yeah, so I called it. He's from Egypt, immigrated, studying Wayne State. So Joyce Beatty also went to Wayne State. So he's going. He's trying to take out his own alma mater. You know, his own. What is that? They're not alma mater, but I'm clearly good at words today. So this is who's who's endorsed her. I don't. I'm not sure what his political stuff is i'm not saying he's not smart or anything like that it's just was he an immigrant uh probably not i mean quite honestly there's a ton of people from egypt in that area we're from the same area so i'm, I'm guessing his family is and let's see he's a medical doctor i mean so he's he's well you know he's he's well educated and he's rounded he's rounded yeah so you know he's getting behind her i don't know she's she's the perfect kind of ambiguous so we're not sure Facts-based or Googled. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that she said white, not Asian family. You know, average Asian family. Versus, hey, let's, let's, let's Google it. Well, we're going to duck, duck, go it because I fuck Google, man. So average. You know, I think we're just all people, but she's the one that made it about race here, Michael. Man, I just want someone to 
make it so I don't have horrible, horrible economic downfall here in the near future. Cause that's, that's what our future is looking like is, yeah. uh, they want to, you know, they're, they're raising huh. minimum wage to $15 an hour. Well, this all is all across a, the board this everywhere. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that put me out of business. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a, okay. so you can see who's doing well right now and who's doing the worst. So right now it is, it is American black people, which is, you know, I'm not going to debate that, but this says it's Hispanics. So black high school completion gap narrows Hispanics lag behind. Okay, that's not what we were trying to look at either. Whites more likely than blacks have college degree. Asians more likely than everybody by a lot. But we're going to focus on this group of people because it's popular. We can all hate whitey. Let's get them to hate whitey too. Let's blame everyone in the middle. And let's be more divisive. You know, we don't like Donald Trump because he's so divisive. So what what solves that, Michael? More division. That's what we need. We need more division. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, so this is like today. I mean, so she said the average white family. What is this from? This is from, so this is 2014. So I don't know where she, her stats are from. So I did Google it. Um. And it does, okay, Systemic Inequality Center for American Progress. Okay, this sounds nice and biased. This is probably her source. A whole lot of boring here. I need photos. I don't want to read. Okay, white household. Okay, yeah, they don't even have Asians listed. So it's just talking about blacks and whites. I mean, hey, you know, we've only you been... You know, the, 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 that's... I hate when, I hate when they say... Uh, Who's graduating? Who's making the most money? Who's the most educated? You know, you want to go by population. And if we're worried about immigration, the way that we're worried about, how come we're not voting in a well-educated Hispanic female or male in the office? I don't know, Michael. That's a good question. How come the Democrats only have old white guys? They don't want to support Tulsi. You know, I'm going for Tulsi. you're... Yeah, they're they're all worried about immigration and worried about um, who's who's lacking and who's overpowering who. And you know, when we talk about it, I, you know what? I, I would love go. to see a uh, strong Hispanic leader come in and say, "Hey, I am an immigrant here. My family moved in here, and I was born here. My my parents are illegal, and I am legal." And I am running on the basis that I think you should all become legal. That if you want to inherit the benefits of America, you need to be an American. And as a Hispanic person, this is what I would like to see is more Hispanic people in business, more Hispanic people in college, more Hispanic people making more money. But how I want you to make the money is legally in the United States. Uh, speaking of all that, right, and we have a hard draw trident right now with Hispanic workers in America due to the fact of how we're advancing in agriculture. That a lot of agriculture, as a beekeeper, man, that I, I know a lot about how agriculture is advancing, and we have machines and equipment that are picking products faster, better, with less Ebola than ever before. 
And when you have a constant migrant workforce that came to pick crops and work in the fields and they're here now and they don't have jobs because those jobs are now done by machines and they're done by AI equipment, that they're coming here for no jobs, that those jobs are no longer available. So you have an influx of people that come in that what do they do to make a living now? Because those jobs aren't here. Well, that's why we need mandatory minimum wage, Michael, because with them not having jobs, they're just going to continue to drive down the wage. So everybody must get paid $15 an hour, Michael. I, I need you to... St- Man, if my Big Mac goes from four seventy-five to 10 bucks to make up that cost increase, what do you think rent's going to go to? Well, don't worry. Because we're the guy have... that rents the house to you has to buy the Big Mac now, and he's got to make more money to pay for that Big Mac. So your rent goes up. The cost of living goes up on those margins, man. You just can't make people pay more money without the influx. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, the, uh, the girlfriend texted me. She said, this is what she said. Shout out to the girlfriend. If she's still watching. The only people, the only person watching her stream, my girlfriend that may or may not know me, according to Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Can we agree removing labels isn't the answer? Division is one thing, but labels are important. Okay, I never said we shouldn't remove labels. I just said what solves the problem is more division. So you took it that way, Lynn. So... um yeah. So what do you think of that, Lynn? So, Drew, I'm going to give you a word of advice with girlfriend. Yeah. A smart man that's right Yeah. shuts up. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah a yeah. smart man <laughs> that's wrong shuts up. <laughs> the that's object true. is here is that if you're even right, you shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. So real medium household income by race and Hispanic origin. So white, non-Hispanic is up here all races hispanic any race and then black black is definitely at the bottom um and and i think that there's definitely some things in place that have caused that to happen i mean it's it didn't help when fdr the great progressive president went and took uh <laughs> went and used eminent domain to take all their thriving communities uh in the 60s and bulldoze their houses i mean how michael i mean when the great progressive president bulldozed your house how can you expect to do well? I mean, I don't know. So businesses, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just know that if I lived in an area and I was thriving with crime, poverty, uh, sickness, and all kinds of stuff, I don't sit there and fight for my community. I move. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Right. Uh, I don't care how how backed you are no i was talking i was talking about like my community we grew up here man you you have to move to be better well i'm not going to disagree with you but what i was saying is when there were like actually thriving black communities like before like world war ii like that fdr bulldozed them all to build highways and then it was like and then there's there is actually a lot of stuff that um i mean the same thing happened to like hillbillies with uh uh fucking lbj because he they put everyone on welfare 
they then like you know the coal mines i mean the coal mines went under i mean if you go to where my grandfather was born in majestic kentucky it's very depressing it's pretty much opioid epidemics so it's like so the opioid epidemics hit my people pretty hard crack epidemic hit black people pretty hard if you look at how long those races like traditional native american native whites and native blacks I want to say that even though the people are getting upset, there's no such thing as a native white in this country. It's like, okay, my family's been here 400 fucking years. I have no, I, there's no ties to the Scottish Highlands or whatever my people are from. Um, you know, we've been here over 400 years. We've been in this, we were here before it was a country. We didn't, you read Howard Zinn, we didn't want, we, we weren't really fans of the Constitution. We were really fans of the founding fathers. So, I mean, it's like there's there's a lot of stuff that, like, people aren't sharing. Um, and so th- the point of what I'm saying is is that the the elites have been pinning poor whites and poor blacks in this country against one another for a really long time. And it seems like morganizing is the same playbook. And what's the definition of morganizing? And let's look that up, Michael. What is that? Let's see if I, can... I think it was like suppression and death. <laughs> but if i recall that that's kind of what that meant i had it i had it pulled up here what, what was it it was to oh here it is to assassinate or do away with secretly in order to prevent or punish disclosure of secrets huh so are you trying to prevent or more pun- secrets yeah i mean so is that the secret like hey we've been pinning you guys against each other for a long time so let's continue to do so morganize uh Here's here's a good one, right? I go to the VA center and stuff, and here here was a guy, and he says, you know, you want to help out everybody, but it'll piss everybody off. Is he says you pay to stay. He says go to any apartment complex and get an apartment, and ask the guy what does it cost to stay here, and they tell you. And if you can't come up with it in a certain amount of time, you're gone. And he says in America. He says, what if it cost you $3,000 to live in America? And he says, and then what if it cost you $3,000 to live in Colorado? And then what if it cost you $1,000 to live in Denver? And then what if it cost you an extra $1,000 to live in a suburb of Denver? And he says, the whole thing is what I'm trying to say is that in a economy that the america has as a republic and we know cash is king here that uh competition is what makes things great so everybody can have something that everybody would love to drive a cadillac escalade but some of us are driving a 87 nova right it gives us the ability for everybody to stay so if it costs you to live in america twenty thousand dollars to live in washington state in the location you're in, and you can't afford it with the job that you have, you move to Montana, where it only costs you to live in the United States $8,000. There'll be an influx of people in areas that are less populated because it's cheaper to live, which would expand more jobs to facilitate the movement of people, meaning you'd have more restaurants, more building, more construction for these people to move in, which then eventually would make the cost of living go up to live there. But if you can't pay 
you can't stay. And he says that would eliminate welfare because we don't give anything away. We give it to you so you can make it. And he was, man, he was, he was an older gentleman and he's, he was, he was like either flat taxes all the way across the board or he says pay to stay. My grandfather was all about stay, flat tax. You're young. So I did find, so I did, I did mess up. So here, let me, let me, let me pull this up here. So she got financial aid to go to Columbus Academy, which is where it all began. So let's take a look at, uh, here is tuition at Columbus Academy. So she was fighting. That's where it all started to fight inequality because, you know, she got her financial aid to go to a school that I was, had zero chance of going. Oh, uh, I later received financial aid to help from Ron Brown Scholar Program to attend Tufts BA, Princeton, and Stanford. I then spent three years. Wow, man, you've had it so hard. Then I went to Consumer <laughs> Financial Bureau protecting consumers against predatory lenders and recently at local initiative support, which invests in communities which have systemically under-resourced, been systemically under-resourced. I care about nothing more than ending economic segregation. I'm convinced we need a new generation of bold leadership in Congress to ensure my story is every child's story, regardless of the circumstance of one's birth. So getting uh, financial aid and scholarships to go to Columbus Academy, three full days a week, $16,000. Mornings only. This is the Explorers program. Pre-kindergarten, $16,000. So, I mean, this is this is the school. I mean, a year, it's it's $20,000 a year to go to this school. Uh, I would like to see how many other people got that scholarships and how many That's why I vote for Tulsi nails. Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard right here. They won't elect her. Maws are afraid of Tulsi. She is really boring, but whatever. So, yeah. Um, right, that's the thing. You know, they get these scholarships and stuff, and how many of them are offered to other people other than women or ethnicity? I don't know. Oh, crap. This thing is... <laughs> okay. You know, just, financial... Everybody talks about parity and fair across the board. I want to know... Is it is is it a fifty fifty ratio amongst men and women? I don't know. So this is so I did find this. If you elect me, this is what I'm going to be going for: universal child care and early early learning. So I got an idea. How about we talk about how both parents shouldn't have to go to work if they don't want to? That's an idea, right? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, what's what's the guy that's the Asian guy that's running that he thinks everybody should be entitled to two thousand dollars a month? One thousand a month. That's Andrew Yang. Um, is, what was that? Is it a thousand dollars a month? Yeah. So black earn, women earn sixty five cents in every dollar earned by men. That's I don't know if that's true. Where are these? She doesn't have her statistics cited. So systemic reparations, the medium net black family is now 9,000 compared to 130 to 2,000. So where's that? Google it. I Googled it. I couldn't find it. Uh, unemployment in Franklin County is near historic lows. Oh, that's horrible. But the number of people who are homeless continues to grow. Yeah, we're also a growing city, so we have a lot of grifters. I mean, you're not solving homelessness. You're not actually focusing on the problem that most of these people actually want to live in the streets. So 
because they have drug issues. That's a, that's funny how you say that because in Colorado, uh, due to the fact of the initiation of legalizing cannabis there, the influx of people to Colorado for that, a lot of them are from California, so a lot of liberal people from California are moving to Colorado because of the legalization of marijuana there. Uh, the price of housing and stuff has skyrocketed because people are moving in there and they're moving in with money from an area that, you know, a 23,000 square foot home in California was 700,000 to a million bucks. So you could sell that and come to Colorado and get the same amount of square footage and stuff for about 300 to 400,000. So they're getting they're they're keeping more of their money by moving here, and they're bringing a lot of their liberal ideas. But the people that live there, there's not a lot of job course unless it's in the cannabis industry, because that's what the growth is. It's there's no growth. Uh, their uh, gun manufacturers and stuff are leaving Colorado. Uh, their engineering firms and stuff are leaving Colorado. So there is a lot of working force in Colorado that have jobs. They're they're working at Applebee's and they're working at Home Depot, but they're living in their car. Yeah. So there's working homeless. Yeah. Uh, and that has to do with the influx. And, and I, that we see a lot of that when we go to Colorado and stuff that people are working, but they're living in their cars or there's like six to seven people in a studio apartment that they all pay and they're working swing shifts and swing shifts and stuff because the cost of living has gone up so much there because of the influx of people, but there's not the job market to pay that kind of living wage that, you know, you're, you're still getting paid the minimum wage or whatever working at Applebee's and that's not going to pay, you know, when your rent's 2000 to $3,000 a month and you're working at Starbucks, you're, you're living with two or three families. Yeah. It's not good, but Hey, at least you can smoke weed legally there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like it's it but it, it's nobody actually wants to solve the problem of homelessness it's nobody addresses it nobody breaks it down and you hit it perfectly there i mean it's just like this is just i mean this is the same old bullshit national rent stabilization policies okay does that really help anything i mean different areas have different needs how many people are drug addicts like the, they're not going into the details wow. Um, yeah. What did, what did the opium epidemic do in your area? Oh, it's not good. I mean, Columbus is, is better, but man, I just went to, I was just, um, I caught up with a friend <laughs> from high school, middle school, and she was just telling me how many kids have died from ODing that graduated with me. And I graduated in 2003. So it was 390 people. So, I mean, there's at least 15, I'm pretty sure that have died. Um, so, and then we, I went to a nice school, man. I mean, I, my mom moved us from Toledo to Columbus so we would have more opportunity. Um, so I mean, and that, that was kind of what you said, you know, I move like there was nothing where we were, where we were at. Um, so clean environment, Michael Columbus, Ohio is in Ohio's asthma belt, the combination of poverty and politics. <laughs> The combination of poverty, pollen, and air quality affects us at a disproportionately higher rate. How do these go together? 
Okay. Compared to all... Oh, that's right, because poor people's air is worse. I forgot about that. Compared to other cities... How can it be worse? I breathe the same air. (laughs) People make this argument. Compare Here, let's see. Poor people, air, worse. Okay, three ways people in poverty suffer from most of the pollution. So that's... um, yeah, so poor, most exposed to air pollution caused by rich. Uh, that's right. Not the rich people, but rich, my roommate and co-worker. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> uh, okay, so U.S. asthma is also one of the leading causes of school absenteeism. Yeah, because kids hate going to school. I mean, love, love going to school. They're like, damn, this asthma attack. I can't go to school now. Columbus ranks as one of the top metropolitan areas in which children miss school due to asthma attacks. Pollution and climate change are keeping our children out of school more than five thousand days of every academic year. Is that because is that because they went on strike? <laughs> the school strike? Is are she incorporating know. that into that? I don't know. I don't know. If you elect me as your representative, I will be pushing for bold new policies, including Green New Deal. Ooh. Public safety. Is this where she's going to take our guns away? Every year, nearly a thousand Man. people are shot and killed in the United States by the police. Oh, okay, I'm behind that. You know, we should police should be better trained, maybe less stressed. Uh, for black men and boys, being killed by the police is the leading cause of death. Is it really? What's this statistic? Um. Oh, a Los you know, Angeles I, I... Times article. Oh, oh. Is that really the leading cause of death? Death by the police? Let's see. Leading cause of death, black men and boys. I thought she's going to hit some statistics, not some journalist article. Uh, Please, sixth leading cause of death for young black men. Okay, so she was close. She was uh, five off. No, I see. I think that's all. You know, I'm. I'm also. I'm. I'm big on removing guns from cops myself. I believe that they're a police force. Yeah. For ex, uh, I think that police actually should be privatized. I mm. think your state should have the state police, and then your county should have a sheriff, and your city's in the county. And if you want more more active officers in your city, you'll you'll employ more sheriffs. That, I think the police force is a money generator. Their whole deal is to make money for the city. That's, That's true. their only job. That when you run a stop sign and you didn't hit somebody or hit some property, who who's suing you? Yeah. Who's taking you to court? Yeah. Well, the police officer is to generate money for the thing. That if you didn't hurt anybody, there's no personal damage. And if you didn't hurt any property through it, there's no damage that way. What would be the recourse for the money, right? The police force is strictly to make money for your city, and it should be privatized. That uh, you could have Blackwater come into your city and probably generate more money than your public police force. So I'm I'm big in that you have state police; they police the whole state, and you have the sheriff of your counties and that's and they're armed everybody else shouldn't be armed anyway that you you know if you have a conflict where somebody's robbing a bank 
you don't call your police force. You call the sheriff or the SWAT team. Well, I think they're more trained too, to do that stuff. I mean, another issue too is like, why do we call the police for everything? And I think a lot of that has to do with like the destruction of the American family. There's no men in the house. There's no men and women in the house. There's no attachment to family. Like families used to sort out their own problems, but now we need daddy government to sort out everything, Michael. So. I, so, yeah, so, I mean, so far, out of everything she said, beside this being total bullshit right here, like, here, let me let me do this stat right here, and it's a, a Los Angeles Times article. A new study finds that one in 1,000 black men and boys are expected, like, this is all nonsense. Okay, where is the study? And what is this article from? This is from 2019, and I pulled the University of Michigan. Also, 2019, and it's the same month. Like, so you're gonna you're gonna quote the New York, the L.A. Times, versus a university that's actually you know kind of accredited. It's kind of a good place to go to school. But okay, 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 we don't need that. Um, so yeah, so we can say we're we're okay with this. So I I think yeah we should relook at the way we police. I'm I'm down with that. Let's have a conversation about it. Workers' rights. When workers have rights and a voice on the job, okay, what does that mean? They earn more. Yeah, what does that mean? You're you're filing for a contract when you go with an employer. Yeah. They're providing you work and you're providing them labor. Yeah. If you don't like the work, you don't go to do the labor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically the contract, that if you don't like what's going on, quit. Right? And if you don't do your job, you're fired. There, you know, as as a worker, uh, that's hard for me to to swallow. Yeah, they have no responsibility, nothing. And and here's the thing: so this whole union thing, like I come from a union family, like I come from a union background. You know, my my grandfather was a pre. I think both my grandfathers were presidents, or maybe my one grandfather wasn't a president, but he had a lot of fucking influence. Like he wasn't. I mean, like, he was no Joe Schmo. Um, and my Uncle Grant was definitely had a bunch of influence on the Pipeline Union. And, you know, just, I, I've said this story so many times on the podcast. My dad was in, the, was in a pipelining union or a pipefitters union that worked for the oil companies. They had to compete with non-union workers to get jobs. What happens with competition? They did better work, quicker. They were stricter. His own dad threatened to fire him multiple times just for saying, man, this is going to be tough. I'm not looking forward to this. And he said, boy, if you keep talking like that, I'm going to run you off, right? Dad transitions, goes to UAW, working at Jeep. All the union does is protect lazy employees. That's it. They're not trying to work any harder. I mean, it's it's not this whole talk of, you know, if sure, if we want unions, Let's have multiple unions. Let's make them compete. So I agree with that. So, but safer workplace. Begin to close the gender and race pay gaps. Okay. All Ohio workers, union and non-union, do better when unions are strong. And employees have a free and fair opportunity to organize in their workplace. If you elect me as a representative, I will fight for policies that move central Ohio workers forward, including federal minimum living wage. Our wages are going up naturally because we have a good job market. Tim, who works for me, is a dishwasher and he makes $12 an hour to run a dishwashing machine. There's so many... And works for you. 
There's so many. And yeah, it works for you. I pay him ten dollars an hour, and we usually work it out in trade. And he's, you know, he's like a he's he's like family to me. I look out for Tim. I do my best to help him, and he's he's doing well. You know, he's congratulations. Tim's a father now, but it's just like twelve dollars an hour. He's about to get a raise to thirteen dollars an hour to wash dishes. We don't need minimum wage. You just need to shut the fuck up and let things continue to work because that's the way the economy works. There's competition. We have less labor than we have jobs. What happens when you have less labor than jobs, Michael? Wages go up. You have less up. labor than you have jobs. The wage goes up because you need more labor. That's right. Nope, we need minimum wage, Michael. That's the only way to solve this. <laughs> you know... uh, Man, my, my dad was the president of the labor union of the Midwest in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. And he was big into it because uh, he wanted to make sure that insurance and stuff was given to workers and that uh, that they were getting their full allowed workloads. And when things got too strong, he stepped out because he goes, it's not what it was meant to be anymore. And the example he gave me was, he goes, look at the teachers union now. He says, the teachers don't have to teach. And once they show up for their job, you can't get rid of them. He says, a teachers union is so powerful that the education system has to do what the teachers say and not what the board of education says. And he says, it's because it's just too strong. The, I mean, but he the, also yeah. told me when I was growing up, and I and I tell my son this, he says, your wage is based on your grades. That if you have a 4.0 grade average your whole life through school, and you're going to school and all the way to high school, he says, that's what you're going to make is four bucks an hour. When you graduate, we'll double it. So you'll make $8 an hour because you succeeded. And he says, the more college you get, the more in tune to have a good grade to make that increase. And I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good example. But now you have people that come out of uh, high school and they're like, well, I should be the CEO of this company. And I should be making $100,000 a year and they don't have any practical experience. And then you have them go to college and they take all these college courses and the best liberal degrees to get in and out of college. And they said, well, I should run your business. I have some college. And they still don't have any practical education, right? We don't teach anything in school that gets you a job. We don't teach tr – uh, I don't know any high school that has a truck driving course. Uh, we don't even teach home mech anymore, do we? We don't teach home economics. We don't teach – we don't teach any of that stuff. Anything that actually prepares well, you to be an adult. Consumer sciences used to be really big, and it taught hospitality. And places like Disneyland Cruise Line and MGM Grand Hotel and stuff look for those degrees. Yeah. For hospitality, it's actually a degree that you can get, and it's from consumer sciences. But we don't push consumer sciences. We don't teach uh, CNA classes in high school like we should. You know, like my parents are in their 70s, going into their 80s. Home health care is big, and who's teaching people to be home care providers? Yeah, they don't teach that in school. We got eight. We're a hundred and twenty thousand truck drivers short in America. Don't worry. We actually, AI is going to take over, Michael. <laughs> well, well, it might. I just know that we pay 
Russian immigrants and uh, people from India to come to America that have CDL license. People from Ghana are the, coming here and killing it. In Columbus, they got trucking companies and they, they, they're bringing family over because we don't want to take those jobs. We don't want to work. Instead, we want to... That's right. We want to, we want to, go, we want to go to expensive-ass private high schools and go to... Uh, then go to Ivy League schools, and then we want to get done with our high-end education, talk about how we were adopted and how how fucked up it is for everybody, especially minorities, because minorities like me don't always get this silver spoon-fed opportunity like I did. So guess what? You all are too dumb to work for yourself or go get a trade. I mean, man, fucking... Um, uh, man, I don't... That's all crap. That's all but crap. It, even like, okay, look at, um, uh, oh, shit. What was his name? Uh, the Tuskegee Institute. Um, the guy that started that. His whole thing was, look, because it was back when they were, when our country was super racist and we lynched people and stuff like that. He said, look, you need to have a trade. You need to have a trade to pay for your education, to pay for stuff to get an education. Like, this idea of going to school to get a job is something new. I mean, you would go to school to get an education, like you would have a trade, and then you'd go and you would learn, like, hey, I want to go, I want to go learn philosophy. Well, what's your main trade? Well, I'm a beekeeper, or you know, I I'm a farmer, or I'm a I'm a truck driver, or you know what I mean? Like, I'm a I'm a welder, but I still want to learn, or I'm a I'm a plumber, but I still want to have an education. Um. And that's just not a thing anymore. God, what was that guy's name? Do you know what I'm talking about? Lynn, text me if you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I just, uh, I think that the, the, the thing that you're talking, whatever happened to the girl that was the stripper going to college? She was working at night and then she was going to college during the day. Whatever happened to the guy that was washing the dishes at Denny's and going to school? What happened to the guy that was mowing the yards and doing handiwork and whatever he could do, and he was going to college? Everybody wants to go to college on a student loan or a grant or on some sort of, uh, uh, I got a scholarship or something to go to school. But are you actually earning your way to the school? What kind of motivation do you have to get a better job? I mean. If you were in high school and they taught you to drive a truck, when you graduated high school, wouldn't you have the best driving record? Absolutely. I mean, you're afraid, I mean, you've only been driving, you know, I don't know what the driving age is in your area, but here it's 16. 16, you if can get a permit got, at 15. Yeah, so you mean, if you were driving and you were just learning to drive, you don't have DUIs. You don't have a shitload of accidents. You don't have a whole bunch of... Uh, car insurance and wrecks and stuff that 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 are going on to increase you that if we would teach these kids to drive truck walmart pays 60 to one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year to drive truck and 70 percent i think is when i saw on their website go home every night they're not cross-country drivers they're they're driving from warehouse locations to stores so like in Columbus, how many Walmarts are there from a distribution center? You'd just be driving back and forth and home every night. And you'd be making about sixty grand a year. And I think that's a good a good paying wage. That is a right? good right to wage. just drive a truck and eat a you know it's a, you know, and it eventually probably will go to AI. I mean, 
the Budweiser plant in Colorado here has AI semi trucks that drive to the granary and back. I Nobody think, drives them. I think in like 50, 60 years. I think we're a long ways away. We're going to need people in the trucks for a while. And also, too, just because people are going to be freaked out. Like, I'd be freaked out. I don't want robot trucks driving yet. I mean, especially if Google or somebody like that's controlling them. I mean, but they don't care if they run someone over. Man, I'm, I'm looking forward for Uber getting bigger. That I'm hoping that uh, I would pay $5,000 a year to a company that would pick me up, take me to work, and take me home. And then I could call to take me to the store so I could do my grocery shopping. I wouldn't have to pay for a car. I wouldn't have to pay for the insurance on that car. I wouldn't have to pay for the maintenance on that car. I think that Uber and stuff, I think if they came out with a program that if you would just pay this direct cost instead of per trip, you would have lots more drivers for Uber because to fulfill the need and people like me are, and I mean, like I said, the, the baby boomers are in their 70s and 80s. They're losing their driving rights. There's a whole job sequence that, you know, they don't want to make car payments. And if they've already paid off a car, they're selling them because they can't drive them anymore. I mean, there's a whole influx. I, I think that's a great, that'd be a great job for somebody that it's almost like a limousine service that for, you know, three to five grand a year. We, you call us so, uh, so much time in advance. We come, we pick you up, we take your destination. When you're ready to leave that destination, cost us so much time in advance. You paid for that service. And I think that would, you know, I think that if you got younger people that are fresh out of high school into that job, they'd be making a little bit of money and then they could pay for college. They'd actually know what it takes to earn the money to go get a better job. You want a better job, you need to work at one to know what a better job is yeah I, it's interesting she didn't talk about uh, maybe we should talk about why college is so expensive now but it's just like no everyone should get free school it's like how about we just figure out a way to make it cheaper like why do we why does it have to be free eliminate some of the classes you have to take for a degree well it's mainly it's mainly not just that it's also i mean unlimited student loans the government took over student loans and as soon as they did the cost of tuition kept going up because schools are like, well, the government's just going to give these kids an unlimited amount of money. And we get paid. It's not our problem if they default. And then you can't even file bankruptcy. So I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's that. Well, well, the college saw that. You got half of that, right? The college saw that this government's going to give them this amount of money to go to school. And as long as they go to school, they keep on getting more money. Yep. But to get to get a degree, I'm going to have to make you take courses that are unnecessary. Yeah. That way I can employ more professors to teach classes that are unnecessary for that degree. That, you know, if you're going to go to welding, you probably do not need to take uh, any physical education classes. But we're going to make you take two of them mandatory so we can hire a physical education teacher, right? Then we're going to have to hire a bunch of them because it's the welfare system that once you get a college degree, if you got a degree in accounting and you can't be an accountant, what do you do? You teach it, right? So it's just a system that we've got people that can't do it that are teaching it now. So I have a whole bunch of these people that are on my academic board. And they're like, well, you know, I, I teach, like I said, lesbian dance. And, you know, I, I teach uh, uh, sign language to the blind and, you know, stuff like that. 
and you end up taking some classes to get your degree that are completely unnecessary. But you have to take these classes to get your degree. So instead of paying $200 for a degree, I'm going to go to weld. I'm going to go learn to weld. Well, that's great. It's a $200 for that course. But to get the degree, you're going to have to take this physical education course. You're going to have to take a science course. You're going to have to take two forms of English, probably one of public speaking, and you're going to have to take a media. I don't like I don't None of them go with welding. But now that class is $700 to $1,000 yeah. for that semester to get a degree that none of that stuff's needed. None of that stuff's needed. Give me give me one second. Yuck Nasty, how is my mic now? Yuck Nasty um, just said my mic was a lot lower compared to you talking. So Yuck, how is my mic? I'm trying to turn it up on my board. So please let me know, Yuck Nasty, if it's better. Uh, Michael, you keep talking again. No, I'm I'm loud anyway. My voice is big and carries. Well, it's my settings it was too. A job that I was in for a long time. Yuck knows I'm new. I'm not the Yuck has been doing streams and like doing uh um he's been doing stuff with the mixer for a while. So this is still a test. How does this sound? Yeah, I I agree. I think I mean I think ultimately I don't th I think everybody I I, I would be opposed to public speaking. I think if like you know everyone should probably be taking civics. I think you should be required. Okay, so you're gonna learn a welder, take a test, have like a testing thing in civics. Make it. I guess you could make it optional. But I mean, how many? I mean, kids don't even know how to vote. Kids don't know how to write checks. I have to go into restaurants sometimes and teach people to write me checks, Michael. Uh, kids should be voting until the age of twenty-three, anyway. I well, I mean, I don't I kinda, think you should be an adult in the United States until you're twenty-three, I, anyway. I, I kind of don't, don't think, think you should be doing armed combat. I, I kind of don't think you should be uh, voting unless you own land. I mean, that's the way the Constitution was designed. <laughs> I mean, because you, you really, you really you got a buck land. You really don't have as much skin in the game unless you own land. I mean, you don't like, I mean, honestly, like w me, the adjustment period of me renting this house to setting in that I own this house took me about two years. And a lot of that help is from Rich because Rich was like, you know, you own this house. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I do now, don't I? And now it's like, yeah, this is my fucking house. Holy cow. You know what I mean? And now it's like, wait, you want, you want me to do what? Like this doesn't affect, like I have to pay for this now because I own the house. So, you know what I mean? Like, property taxes. The skin like in the game. You skin shouldn't the have game. to be able to do stuff unless you got skin in the yeah, game. Yeah, or you've owned property. You, own, you have some ownership. And I don't think it's... I mean, obviously, it. I'm saying that a lot as devil's advocate. I mean, I I probably voted more when I didn't own anything than what I do now. But I, I understand the argument. I think it's a fair argument to be made. Man, I'm I'm the worst devil's advocate. I, I'm against everything. Uh... Like I said, I'm I'm a 23 the rights law guy. Your brain's mature at 25 of age scientifically, but at 23 you're mostly there. And I don't think you should be smoking cigarettes. I don't think you should be drinking. I don't think you should be engaged in pornography. I don't think you should be doing armed combat. I don't think you should engage into a contract. I don't think you should be able to vote. I don't think you should be able to smoke cannabis until you're at least 23 years of age. Most of the time by then, you're out of high school. You're almost out of college. You've probably got a job. 
you've either been into the military, which I'm a big fan, right? That I, I think military service guarantees you your free health care. I think it makes you part of that. You're fighting for a system that you want to be a part of. I think it would speed up the process of people becoming in American citizens. Oh, it takes so long to be a citizen. Join the military, man. If you're willing to die for the cause, we're willing to give you citizenship. I, I think, you know, like 23 is the right law, but there's a lot of stuff that go with that. You know, that I think, you know, that uh, we should be teaching kids preschool. You should be going to the age of five. You shouldn't be getting out of school until you're 20, 21 years of age. That I think, you know, that you need to be pushed away from your household at the age of 19 and 20 and go to a place where they're going to teach you how to wash your clothes, to fold them, that you have to wash your dishes, that you have to clean a household. Because if you don't, that place will fall down around you and then your investment is worth nothing. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot to you know that go with that. But like I said, I'm the devil's advocate. I have a lot of people who say, well, if I can go fight in war, how come I can't drink? I just said you can't. Yeah. Until you're 23, you could join the military. I would like to see more people join the military to break the common ground of structure of being in Disneyland in America. America's Disneyland. Dude, it you really live here, you live in Disneyland. It really is. You know what's funny is I don't know um so cuz you know you've been you've been here. So when I my buddy was the assistant director of residence life at uh Ann Arbor. This was back in like 2000. I forget when, but they they changed the the age of tobacco to 21 to make it safer so they could get more college students. Um, And they want rich people to send their kids there. And then eventually, you know, rich people have rich children um, so they can donate money and stuff like that. So they they like they're nerfing college cities. So Columbus changed the law. So now to get any tobacco product, you have to be the age of 21. They have like a fake target. And it's like a target with condos above it. And you go in, it's like a mini target, and it's designed for Ohio State students. Next time you come in town, I'm going to show you. Like, campus, when I was growing up, campus was a dangerous area to go. Like, there was a lot of homeless. There was grifters. um, It also had all the coolest record stores. It had, like, the coolest shit. Like, if you wanted to do the cool shit, you would go to campus. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that um, college life was supposed to be fun, Drew. College life was also there was a lot of organizations and stuff that. But go it, it was also too. supposed to challenge your belief syndrome, like I, b- belief syndrome, your belief, uh, your belief systems. Like when I went to college, man. I mean, as I said, I was raised. Unions are great. Um, my dad was in a union. My grandfather was in a union. Both grandfathers were in unions. Uh, most of my uncles are in unions today, still to this day, or they're getting union pensions. Um, so, you know, we leaned, we were working class always. Um, and then, you know, my mom was more, she went to college and she was big Democrat, lean socialist, like, but my mom isn't really a socialist. Like now she's kind of realizing it. Like she's more of a classical liberal. Um, she's a little bit culturally conservative and, and when I say culturally conservative, like her daughter, if, if I had a sister, oh, there's no way she could ever wear a skirt that was higher than her knees. You know what I mean? Like that would not fly. My mom would say, why are you dressing like a slut? Like my mom would be open slut shamer. You know what I mean? So I think that um, I need to move this camera because I keep looking over at your screen. So I think that uh, there we go. People can see my my room. 
Here, maybe I'll put it right here. Putting it right here. Okay. There we go. So I think that, you know, things have, things have changed quite a bit. Um, but I think that, you know, when I went, when I went to college, man, like we had the LaRouge people that would come out on campus. You had people saying ADD was fake. It was really an area for free thought, people to express themselves, people to challenge your beliefs. There was professors that would start the class out. Are there any feminists in the room? Raise your hand. All right. Well, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Y'all are probably going to hate me. Let me tell you why most feminism is bullshit. And like, just go down the, like, he'd do statistics and everything. It was all a thought exercise. Like, you weren't, but now, like, that is not acceptable. Like, you cannot, um, you can't do that on college campuses because it, it triggers people and it needs to be a safe space. It's like college was never meant to be. Why are you paying thousands of dollars for people to, um, confirm your bias like you can pay me a bunch of money why are you paying thousands of dollars in the first place if you're not going to learn something you can applicably apply yeah well even i mean exactly exactly like trade schools when i was growing up in high school you we had the trade high schools right like you had a high school you could go to but Man, if you went there, you were a fucking loser. And the joke's on all of us. Yeah, it was either for the pregnant girls, the druggies, or the kids fresh out of jail. That's right. And it's like, so, okay, so I need a trade. I can't do a trade because I could go to college. So that, and, and so, I don't know, man. I think that everything's so backwards now. And it's like, we all don't understand how good we have it. We don't understand... I mean, things are still pretty fucked up, but it, you know, and I'll be the first to like be anti-government, believe me. But at the same time, like that, I mean, we have that freedom to do so in this country. So, well, I, you know, I, I think we live in Disneyland. Our poorest people are richer than most. Hey, Michael, sorry to interrupt. What are you drinking? People want to know. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm drinking some great drink. No, it's a it's a, a it's a great mead. Nice. Did you make it yourself? That I've uh, concocted. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great it's it's actually uh uh Concord grapes and honey. So for people that don't know, this is the Bee Whisperer, also the uh, operator of the underground meadery. Taught me how to make mead. I'm pretty, you know, it's funny, man. So I was talking to people about your honey and my one chef buddy was like, nah, I mean, just, I don't think mead's a thing. And I go, no, it is a thing. You just haven't had good meat. And he goes, he's like, well, Brothers Drake's pretty good. I'm like, trust me, man. Brothers Drake is not that good at mead. My buddy came and he taught me how to make mead. I can make way better mead than Brothers Drake. It's not bad mead. Their California stuff was better. No, I had I I we went to Brothers Drake and we had a good time and I think I, dry, I had a cherry habanero. That was that was there. It was. I good. thought it was. I thought it was pretty tasty. Yeah, you know I, you know uh, I I mean compared to your mead, mead and the mead you taught me to make though it doesn't it's not in the same. It's not. I don't. I didn't think it was close. Well, you know, I've, I've been making mead since 1996. That's true. My grandfather taught me. And you were my teacher. On my so. dad's side. And my mother's side was uh, making mead from Ireland since 908 AD. 
Yeah. I mean, we've been, we're, we're brewers. Yeah. That's your trade. That is your trade, which is why you got into bees. Uh, that's, uh, that's why I got into beekeeping. That, yeah. That's correct. That's what took my, my journey to Uganda and all the stuff to learn about how to, to find good, good honey. Uh, good honey and good water is what makes a good drink. But that goes with anything. Like Coors beer, people think, oh, that's drinking water. But the reason they located themselves in Colorado was because of the water. The water... The water makes a big difference when it comes to brewing anything. Yeah, Rock, there's a there's a uh, a brewery in town called Rock Mill, and I talked to the brewer, and he said, "Man, the beer I can make there, I swear it's because of the well water, because it's like the limestone rock or something like that. It's limestone water is apparently really good for making beer." So to answer your question, that um, that is it. Uh, uh, so, but you were saying something else before the peanut gallery interrupted our, our podcast. Well, we were just talking about, you know, I think that if you're, you you have to get a trade and if you're going, why would you pay a lot of money to go to college to not get a trade? I don't know. To make money. I'm glad that I decided we're, to drop we're off. Capitalists. Yeah. America, we're capitalists. We, like I said, you know, Everybody wants to drive a Lexus, but you're driving, you know, a, 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 a T100 Toyota pickup truck. It's because we give the ability for everybody to drive. We, we have the, our, our poor and impoverished are richer than most third world countries. I don't think people get that, that, like I said, we have, you know, there are truly homeless people that are working here. But they have jobs. And there's places around the world that they're truly homeless people. And they're eating garbage. And they are robbing you. Uh, I've been to the Philippines at one, in the early 90s. And I watched kids dip newspaper in mud puddles and eat it so they can have their stomachs filled. I don't see anybody doing that. I don't see anybody uh, having to eat newspaper to survive. Um I think there's they used to a call, big difference when when we talk about money and what poor is. What is what they used is to call poor? poor white people clay eaters because they were so poor they'd eat the clay. <laughs> so they called them Bent clay night. eaters. Yeah, I mean it's um it's white trash. It's a great book. People should read it. Um, it's about people that come from the same background Michael and I do. People from the Scottish Isles or the Scottish Highlands, the Northern Ireland or the Irish Scottish Isles. Uh, but, um, Michael, it's been a pleasure as usual. We've been, you know what? This is the sample hour and we've been going on this test stream for an hour and 40 minutes. Hour and 37. Well, it's a good way to try to get you to balance out mics and your cameras and all your stuff. Yeah, I'll have to go like and. Said the- I'll have to go and listen again. Once I get a new video card, it will be easier with uh, this setup's going to be different. So, um, but I felt like we still had a pretty entertaining show. And uh, yeah, you know, we're going to shout out Morgan because Morgan took the brunt of the entertainment. Morgan Harper. Yeah, to prevent secrecy or to disclose secrecy. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I think I might go to this debate tomorrow on Super Bowl Sunday. It's at uh, 5 30. Oh, look, there'll be pizza and drinks they have a little little symbol there so um have their grape drink (laughs) i love grape drink i tell you what like it's not exclusive i know 
people try to think make it it's a black thing but it's definitely not a black thing uh i can help you test things out yes better okay so yuck nasty's gonna help me get this even more tested out so i might have to go back in the corner so yuck i'll come out in the corner get out yuck nasty and the dog a baby um michael thanks for thanks for coming on if people want to follow your work what's a good way for people to get a hold of you and follow you Oh, you know, I, I have Michael Jordan, the Bee Whisperer on Instagram, uh, Michael Jordan on YouTube, uh, under AB Friendly Company on Facebook. Um, you you know, you can probably catch me anywhere if you just want to uh, Google mead making or bead keeping and Michael Jordan, you can find me. But I always like talking to you, Drew, man. We've had a great time. I, when you come to Wyoming, we have a great time. When you're when I'm in Ohio, we have a great time. And I'm really looking forward to doing this more. I want to talk about business and jobs and autism. That was one of the big things we were going to talk about. Yeah. Is employment. And I can't wait for us to talk about it. Me neither. Me neither. And I think, and I think actually this first conversation is a good way to segue that because, um, you know, it's funny, man. You know, I work with so many local businesses and there's like, if I could hire somebody that has special needs and help them out and they could do something that helped me out, I would really enjoy that. Like I really would, and I would really better employer. Be- they're 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 a better uh, employee uh, because uh, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll, yeah. we'll go about that when we talk again. So everybody, thanks again for tuning in. Um, remember, organize to assassinate or do away with secretly in order to prevent or punish disclosure of secrets. Morganize hashtag morganize. <laughs> How do I, how do I end this? How do I end this? Okay, here we go. End stream. Okay. End recording. (laughs) Okay, we're done. That was, that was cool. So I'm going to, um, I bet I'm glad you got it down to where all the stuff works, man. Yeah, me too. Like I've been meaning to do this and then I, I did, uh, I went with Sam Tripoli last night on a tinfoil hat, um, his conspiracy show and he's a comic. Oh, you know, I forgot to stop recording on the other end too. So I did the audio separate.